Welcome, guys, to In the Mud, uh, hosted by Desmond. And Dylan. Yeah, and so uh, this is our first ever, you know, try at a podcast, so we're not sure what to do, but hopefully everything is okay, and uh, we're going to be covering mostly um, F1 stuff because we're both F1 fans, but since we are, you know, um, high school students, we will um, also, I guess, maybe talk about things that happen um, in our lives, you know, we're not going to get that personal, but, you know, anything funny, you know, <laughs> but anyways, you know. So yeah, let's just get started right away about the preseason test. So although I know um, the times aren't really that representative since they're all just testing, it's still fun to speculate. So that is right, true. Dylan? 100%. I think it, it's a great, you know, it's a little bit of a sneak peek on what's to come. Yeah, and although also, the yeah, the, the new liveries also look really sick, you know. Indeed. We could talk about that later. Yes. So, but first let's um look at the total time. So... Uh, Lewis Hamilton and George Russell both set the fastest time, fastest times, but uh, Lewis was on the, I believe, the softer tire. I think he yeah, might he be on, on the C4. C5. Oh, the C5, yes, okay. Well, it's fastest lap, I believe. Yeah, and uh, Alpha Romeo not really having a good time, right? Nope, not at the moment. They are not. Guan Yu Zhou is a P13, apparently, on the C3 tire. Yeah, how many laps did they do in total, Alpha Romeo did? Like, I, I think they were having, like, reliability issues throughout the whole entire test. Yeah, I, I feel like, um, the because it's the, what, the shakedown they're calling it or whatever, I think there's yeah, a yeah. lot of reliability issues for the, a lot of the, uh, what, smaller teams? Or not smaller, I would say, what's the word? Uh, the, the, not the, the <clears throat> top yeah. runners. Yeah, and yeah, so I see here the article says, uh, Bottas did only 10 laps on the last day of testing. And, you know, since this is the new era, you know, uh, getting as much data as possible is definitely definitely going to be important since, you know, the aero rules look drastically different. Definitely. Uh, I think Alfa Romeo got a total of, what, 51 laps in on the last day of testing? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, also, um, yeah, Gasly also crashed on the last day, but I've not seen footage. I'm not sure if such footage does exist, to be honest. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Well, he gets the honor of being the first driver to crash out in a uh, 2020. Yeah, I, I saw the I saw the picture though. The, in the picture, it showed like one of the his the the suspension on the front. He he crashed into the barrier. Yeah, must have been quite a hassle for the mechanics because they didn't get to run, do any of the afternoon testing when it was. Uh, oh yeah, the afternoon testing. They put water on the track, which I yeah, thought was yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, they had to test the wet, the the wet tire some some way. You know, if it doesn't rain, they're gonna make some rain. Fair enough. Uh, I I really want to see how the uh, the new cars they handle in the wet weather, because we've seen like a lot of the uh, what, like problems that they've encountered, especially in like the dry conditions. But who knows what will happen in the wet at the moment? Yes. Uh. Yeah. You're definitely right, especially with the the porp the porpoising purposing. How how do you say it? I think it's based on the animal, like, what was it, a porpoise? Yeah. What's the animal called? I think it's the porpoise, but, it, like, the car bouncing up and down uh, is definitely a problem, not just, you know, for damage caused to the car, but definitely the drivers probably aren't feeling too comfortable, you know, going up and down. <laughs> oh, definitely. I wonder if they feel nauseous because of it. I mean, I, I don't know, but... Oh, well, they're the best in the world. Know. They'll be fine. But, yeah, so... The preseason test definitely went well for most teams, I think. Uh, let me just see uh, the total laps between for the teams. How many laps they each did. So, uh, I think I think here might show the entire 
team. Ah, yeah. So for the entire three three days, um, Ferrari did the most laps with 439. So that's good. And Mercedes second with 393. And uh, almost ev- almost everyone did around 300 laps. Um, Aston Martin did 296, so they were only four away. And oh. Alpine did 266, which was definitely not helped by by that Renault engine blowing up. Definitely. But hey, you know, they said they want to go for, you know, power over reliability. And, you know, that's what happens. Alonso is just reliving all yeah. of his nightmares at McLaren. <laughs> yeah, he remember he's like, oh, I want out, guys. I'm retiring again. And yeah, Haas, Haas definitely in the mud. <laughs> 160 laps only. And uh, yeah, so they're, they're also, their sponsor is also gone. So usually I don't like to get political, especially since this is, you know, the first podcast. But... <laughs> Starting with um, the losing their sponsors definitely um not good. Well, yeah, but although losing sponsors, is bad. Yeah. but in yeah, they're not gonna have any money. But um, it definitely was the right thing to do. Um, uh, uh, based on the ongoing, you know, um, conflict in in Ukraine, it definitely, I guess, is the right thing to drop the Russian sponsor. But uh, I'm not sure if they'll they'll get any money then. Well, uh, I've heard reports that um, Urakali was like what like a fifth of their budget or something. Oh, so, a fifth. Uh, yeah, it's not like it's not the majority, but like you know, it's not healthy for them to lose what yeah. fifth or whatever, something along those lines. I mean, now that we're on that on that subject, um, Mazepin, let's talk about him. Like, what what's going to happen with his seat? You know, what do you think? Oh, yeah. Um. Honestly, I think he might lose his seat. It's I don't know. Just on the the ongoing conflict seems to make things very unstable, and I don't know if his seat's very secure anymore, especially because the funding's missing. You know one of the reasons why he's in the seat in the first place so yeah and i i yeah. also like um i'm not sure if this is 100 true but i did hear or see things online that said like mazepin's father is like close with like putin but oh. I'm, I'm i'm not sure if that is true but you know maybe and maybe that that might be why they might be cutting him out of the seat so so who do you think will replace him if that does happen uh just to go back on that topic before we move on yes uh i heard i heard that um what was his name Dimitri. Dimitri Mazepin, his father. Yeah, yeah, that's his father. father. That's his father. He got called to like a big business meeting with Putin of like the top business executives from Russia. So I, I think they might have some time. Yeah. Well, then if you're saying that, then yeah, you are right. <laughs> but yeah. So what do you think will happen with Maz- with um with that Mazepin. seat if Mazepin is to be kicked out? Uh, what I personally want is I want to see Oscar Piastri on the grid, but you, that's not happening in my opinion. He, I don't think they're going to be able to get him out of uh, Alpine's you know, world. I mean, I think Alpine would have no problem with letting him drive for a Haas, but I, I think that, like, um, Haas maybe need uh, Alpine to pay them lots of money because, obviously, you know, they're in a bit of a financial situation. Well, the, I don't think Haas has that money. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, they're ask, they're going to ask, like, Alpine to give them money to let Piastri drive because I, I think oh. I think it is beneficial to let for Alpine to let Piastri drive anyway, because, you know, Alonso's not going to be there forever. Alcon's contract runs till 2024, which I still think is, you know, bonkers that they signed him that long. But anyways, that's a topic for another day. But, oh, yeah, you know, you want, I think you make a good point there. They want to let go of their, you know, their new star, right? Yeah. But I think oh. Piastri, um, him actually getting more time behind the wheel of an F1 car will definitely, you know, experience always makes someone better because, you know, the more time you spend in the car, you know, you get more comfortable. But I feel like every driver will, you know, is, is getting used to the 2022 car. And I also um, 
see that like they're able to follow more closely than the old old style car, which is definitely good for better racing. So hopefully, you know, one day they'll shorten the DRS zones or maybe get rid of some of them entirely. Definitely. I think the only well, wasn't the only reason why they still had DRS zones was because uh, reduced uh, slipstream and that was it. Really? Yeah. I don't, well, may, I don't know. I didn't really hear about that. Just like, but, uh, you know, you, I don't hear about everything. I mean, because if you think about it, the reason why slipstream exists is because the air gets, you know, shoved, right? So I don't know. I'm not. I'm no expert, so I, I'm not gonna put any comment to it. But. Uh. But yeah, all right. You know, so that's about all we have to cover, you know, for today because it was really just pieces and testing, and we were kind of new to this. But hopefully, next time, you know, we'll be more prepared and have more to talk <laughs> about. So I guess thanks all for tuning in. Once again, I'm Desmond. And I'm Dylan. And this was, this is In The Mud.